everybody, and welcome back to another week of Nailed It with St. Joe. Today, this um, podcast will be released on Memorial Day. I am recording it early. However, uh, when it comes out, it will be on Monday. Thanks for joining me on kicking off your week and starting it out on Monday. Uh, but I want to take a little time to... Um, tell everybody uh, exactly what Memorial Day is about. Uh, so it is a very important day in our history. It is something that we should all take time to reflect on, that we should take time to remember. Uh, so today, I kind of wanted to do things backwards. Um, I kind of want to start things out with a blessing um, in order to show our appreciation for everybody that has served uh, and really gone forward for the freedoms that we really have, uh, really the freedoms that we we have, um, and the just remember everything that they stand for, and that the reason we are where we are. So uh, if I can kind of flip the script on what we normally do, I nor normally end the show with a blessing, but today I kind of want to start the show off with a blessing to our soldiers, the families of our soldiers, uh, to kind of just give thanks and, and, and really show our gratitude towards everything that should be about Memorial Day and everything that it reflects. So, uh, you know, in this day, we gather to honor and remember those who made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. Their service to our country is immeasurable and their bravery and sacrifice will never be forgotten. In the book of John, Jesus says, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. These courageous men and women who fought for our nation embody the kind, this kind of love. On this Memorial Day, we also remember the families and loved ones left behind. They too have made sacrifices and have suffered great loss. We pray for their comfort, for their strength, and we honor their courageous, their courage and resilience. We pray tribute to our fallen heroes. Let us renew our commitment to honor their legacy by continuing to fight for their ideals they held so dear. Let us strive for unity and peace, recognize that those who have gone before us have paved the way for us to live in a free and prosperous nation. In the book of Isaiah, the Lord promises to comfort his people and bring them peace. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. May we find comfort in these words as we remember our fallen heroes 
and their families. And may we always remember the sacrifice they made for our country and for the freedoms we cherish. Amen. Thank you for everything that you do. It's immeasurable. It can never be repaid. But if we can just all kind of take a moment of silence for everything that happened on this day and remember those fallen heroes. It's those that we hold in our hearts to remember this day and what it's really about. So I don't mean to start it on a somber note, but I really think that it's something that we really need to hold deep in our heart and think about this day and what it really is about seeing that the show is starting on this particular Memorial Day. So with that, I want to say welcome to Nailed It with St. Joe. Thanks for joining us. I hope that everybody has had a good weekend, that some people have enjoyed some time off, that they've got to spend the time with friends, family. It is a weekend uh, that is celebrated by many to spend time with friends and family. I know that I've been able to do it. I know that um, it's been fun to get to spend the time with family and friends. And, you know, we don't get to do it so often. So with that being said, I've get to reminisce on a lot of different things and a lot of different uh, subjects have been brought up to me. Um, I did uh, have a little mix up in communication. I wanted to have a guest on. I apologize for the miscommunication. Um, maybe we can have that guest on uh, again. Um, we can have a little sleepover, if you will, um, and we can get that guest on um, at a later date. Um, so, but it did ring a bell uh, talking to some more of the friends that I was with hanging out this, uh, this weekend on exactly when I was bringing up and talking to the potential guest about what it, what it was when you talked about sleepovers and you talked about what was so exciting as a kid in the eighties, you kind of planned as you were as a kid, exactly what it was going to be to have a sleepover and it was very exciting when you could do it so when you did it it took a lot of a lot of preparation and a lot of planning in order to do so and when you did there there were very specific parameters uh when you when you did it it was did you have one friend over? Did you have two friends over? Um, was it a specific day that you were going to have that person on? Because it definitely wasn't going to be a weekend. Or, I'm sorry, a weekday. It was going to be the weekend. And if it was going to be the weekend, was it a Friday night? Was it a Saturday night? 
it definitely wasn't a Sunday night because you had to go back to school the next day. So if it was a Friday night, what exactly was it that you were going to do? Because there could be a lot of different things that was going to take place. Was it roller skating? Was it arcade? Was it, was it movie? Was it, if it was a movie, was it stay at home movie or was it going out to the movie? Um, if it was stay at home movie, what type of movie was it? Because if it was stay at home movie, there was a reason for the sleepover. Because if you, if you were having a sleepover, there was a specific reason that you were having that sleepover. Because you were, A, having a sleepover because you knew that you were going to want to watch a movie that was forbidden, so to speak. And you were like, oh my gosh, if I have a sleepover, I'm going to have another person that says, okay, we can watch this movie and we're not supposed to watch this movie. But if I have another person that says, I really want to watch this movie, then we can team up against mom and dad and we can say, okay, we both want to watch this movie. So maybe we should watch this movie. And then that way it's two against one or, you know, cause maybe mom or dad, maybe dad was out of town, maybe mom was out of town, whatever. And then they would say, okay, fine. We'll just give in and you can watch the movie, even though you're not supposed to be able to watch the movie. And then you would end up being able to watch the movie. And then you would watch the movie and you're like, oh my God, I never should have watched that movie. <laughs> so, and then it comes down to what type of movie was it? Was it a horror movie? Was it a comedy movie? Was it, um, I guess those are probably the biggest, the biggest movies in the 80s that you shouldn't be watching. So was it, was it probably like Friday the 13th? Was it maybe like a Beverly Hills Cop? Was it um, maybe Nightmare on Elm Street is probably another good one? Um, I can think of a lot of horror flicks that were probably ones that you're thinking, okay, maybe I shouldn't watch this. Halloween, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Friday the 13th. I mean, there's a lot of horror flicks that are probably like, I shouldn't watch this because they were rated R. Um, comedy wise, yeah, I'm thinking probably, I mean, Beverly Hills Cop is a good one. Um, let's see. What else can I think of? Maybe training places. Um, I mean, those are all right down Eddie Murphy's line, but, um, what other ones would you think of in the eighties? Um, I don't know. Was the secret of my success in a rated R movie? I don't know. There wasn't really anything that was scandalous about that movie, though. Uh, maybe like a basic instinct, fatal attraction. Um, obviously, Porky's Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, you know, those things that you're you're kind of looking at where the coming of age movies, those are definitely ones that you're kind of thinking, okay, those are way out of bounds. Um, 
yeah, those are definitely on the radar where you're like, okay, those are something that you shouldn't watch. Uh, so you, you get to the lines where you're like, okay. And then you're, you're eating, it gets into the part where you're like, okay, I'm eating the food that I shouldn't eat. I'm eating the, the candy, the food, the ice cream, the pizza, the, all the junk food and things that you shouldn't eat. And those are typically rated, uh, related to a sleepover. So I think it's probably a good idea and a good thing to say, this is exactly why I wanted to have the sleepover. But here's the thing. Again, we go back to the question. Is it a one-person sleepover or is it a two-person sleepover? Because if it's a one-person sleepover, you have that one friend, no problem. There's no problems at all. There are no issues. It's just you and the other person to say, here's what I wanted. You're my best friend. I knew I wanted to have you over. No problem. If you have two people, I'm going to have... Jimmy and Tommy, whatever, Susie and Betsy, whatever, you're going to have those over. Now there's a whole problem because you're like, well, who's my best friend? You're my first best friend. You're my second best friend. It doesn't work that way. doesn't work that way. There's always going to be a first best friend. There's always going to be a second best friend. So there's, there's, that argument is always going to come up. There's going to be a third wheel, no matter what. No matter what, there is always going to be a third wheel in that situation. You can't win. You can't win. So it's, it's always the better bet to have one person versus two people. I mean, if, if your parents would allow it to have three people over, you had the coolest parents on the block the coolest parents on the block by far i mean it was it was unheard of i mean it had to be a birthday a birthday party or something you know extravagant in order for you to have three people over at the house and have a sleepover or a slumber party or whatever you wanted to call it but if, if you got to have three of your friends over and spend the night, something crazy was happening. Something, I mean, it was bonkers. But here's the problem with that. And I'm going to tell you, because I've, I can speak from experience. Here's what happened with that. Either being the person that this happened to, or being the person that has done it is that if you're going over to somebody's house and you're the third person out of four, something like this is happening, something's going on, here's what happens. Somebody is going to eat too much candy, eat too much food, something like that, and get sick, and they're going to have to call their parent, and they're going to have to go home because bar none, Something is going to happen. I don't care if you're boy or girl. Something like that is going to happen. And they're going to end up calling their parent. And they're going to say, Mom, Dad, I don't feel good. You need to come get me. I need to go home. 
So four people, three people, something like that is going to happen. Some parent in the middle of the night is going to have to come and get their kid. They're not going to be happy. And they're going to be like, you are never going to have a sleepover again. This is the last time. And they're going to be pissed. And I'm going to tell you from experience, it's going to happen. It's happened to me from having more multiple people over to have a sleepover. And it's happened to me from being the kid that's called my mom and dad and said, I need to come home. So both sides of the scale, I've seen it happen. Now, bad news, bad news, multiple people, bad news. This is why I'm telling you, I think the best solution, if you're going to have a sleepover, is just going to have one person. I think it's, I think the best scenario in the whole situation, just to invite one person. Because if you're inviting more than one, it's just, you're just asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. You're, you're setting yourself up for failure because you're going to, you're going to start fights. You're going to have somebody that gets sick and you're going to get people that are going to team up against you. And if you're going to play games, you're going to play truth or dare. You're going to play spin the bottle. Well, you're not going to play spin the bottle if you're a bunch of guys. I don't know. Maybe you are, but if you're going to do that, it's not going to be good. But if you're you're going to go out and you're going to do games or you're going to do something, it's it's not going to be good because you're going to have it's it's just going to be trouble. It's just going to be trouble all around, and it's not going to be fun. Somebody's going home. If you got multiple people, somebody's going to get sick. Somebody's going to get mad, and you're going to lose friends if you got more than multiple people. If you got one person, you got one person to focus on. You can spend your time. You can joke around you can you can play games you can do whatever you want to do you can eat you can it's just the easier way to do it from my experience from the things that i've had that's it um i think that's probably (laughs) probably why we grow up probably why we say we need to have one person to spend the rest of our life with and that's why it works. I don't know. Call me crazy. That's why I think it probably works. But maybe that maybe we're on to something. Sleepover is probably less probably were a lesson in life to lead us to the rest of our life to say, you know what? One person is more than I can handle. And I need to lead the example to say, you know what? This is all I need to worry about in the rest of my life. I don't need to have anybody else, you know, so focus on one person. If I can make that person happy, I'm, I'm doing good. So I don't know, but yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. And you always went and did something and it was a lot of fun. And I can tell you that many a day were spent saying and picking and choosing and you know what? It was probably on a rotational, um, some kind of mathematical rotation where you're like, all right, this week I'm going to have Jimmy over. Next week I'm going to have Timmy over. Next week after that, I'm going to have 
so-and-so over. I'm going to have the week after that. And you almost had a schedule and said, here, 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 and here. Now, if you had that many friends, great. And if you swap it out and say, all right, Friday doesn't work for you. Well, I'm going to have Jimmy on Friday and I'm going to have Timmy on Saturday. And if you had the parents that allowed that to happen, you were the best parents in the world. Again, it just depends on how it rolled. But sometimes it worked out and sometimes it didn't. And then here's the other question. Whose house? The other, the other question was, how did you determine whose house that you went to? So that was, that was a big key factor because you had, you had to, that had to come into play because who had what at their house was a big determining factor. Because if you, you went over to somebody's house and they had the better video game system or whatever, that is definitely where you went. If you went over to so-and-so's house and they didn't have a big TV or they didn't have, uh, maybe they had a pool table or maybe they had whatever, that's where you wanted to go. And you did whatever you could and you said, nah, I don't know, maybe we could have a sleepover, but can we have it at your house? You know, you would always finagle your way and you would make some way to say, uh, I can't have it on my house on Friday, but I can have it at your house on Saturday. And you would flip it around. You would make deals and you would figure it out. So it's tricky. Kids, kids are tricky. And you know what? My kid goes through it. He does it and he tries to figure it out. And still to this day, I look back and I'm like, you know what? It was sneaky. It was sneaky. And I'm like, why are they always coming over here? Why are they doing that? But then I look at it and I go, you know what? They're coming over here because we're the cool house. That's okay. I'm okay with being the cool house. I would want it that way. I'm, I'm perfectly fine if we're the cool house because you want to take pride in that. You, you really do. You kind of take pride in holding that championship or that belt. That's that in that in as a parent. I mean, come on, let's be serious. You really do want to hold that belt at some time in, in your life. You want to be and you want to be able to say, you know what? I'm the cool parent. I am. I, no matter what you do, you want to be able to say to your kid at some point in time, you know what? I'm I'm the cool parent. It's fine. I'm the cool parent, and you know it. And all the kids want to come to us and we strive, we strive to be that house. And that's fine. I would rather the kids come over to our house, play at our house, do whatever they want to do at our house because they feel safe or they want to be at our house because we're the cool house. That's fine. That's cool. I think we have a cool house. I mean, maybe that's why we bought it. Maybe that's why we're here. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't want to like your house? I mean, we, we you you build it up to make it safe for your kids, to make it fun for your kids and do whatever you want. Um, you know, if there's a there's a place that you feel like your kids can play and do whatever you want, and they want to invite their friends over and they think it's just as cool as your kid thinks it is, why not? Why not have them over? So in the end, everybody just wants their kid to be happy. And if it's having them over and having that and you can do it, 
great because you know what? I I think the best thing in life and the coolest sound in life is a house full of laughter. And I know growing up, I had that. I had a house full of laughter. I had I had sisters to play with. I had friends to play with. I had other kids to play with. And I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt that I had a life and a childhood full of laughter. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. And my parents did a great job and a fantastic job of making sure that that happened. So if I can pass that on to my kid and I can pass that on to show him that that's what this house can be, then I've done my job. That's all that I can say. And that's all that I can do. So when it comes to sleepovers and it comes to everything that, that if I can be that cool house and I can be that parent, that's what I'm going to do. So the other thing when it comes to sleepovers, and this will, this is, this is a question because I think this is an important question is that there, when you woke up in the morning, there were specific parameters for parents that some parents did better. I'll just say did better than the others. Um, some would go all out like extravagant to make breakfast the next day. Some would just be like, all right, get up, fend for your own, do whatever you want to do. But others, they would get up and it would be like full course menu breakfast. And you're like, that's why I wanted to spend, you know, that's why I wanted to go over to your house. So it was crazy. Like, you know, you're talking pancakes, you know, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, the whole works in order to get there. Um, others would just be like, no problem. Here's it. Here's a bowl of cereal, here's a whatever. But it kind of leads me into another another topic where where I'm I was looking and I was trying to think of different types of cereals that were popular throughout the 80s. Uh, now, you have your favorites. You have your, your ones that, that are going to pop out at you, you know, from, from the get-go. Um, I mean, I can name some right away. You, you have Booberry. You have Count Chocula. You have Frankenberries. Things like that. But there's some odd ones. Uh, I mean, sugar crisp. How how can you not love sugar crisp? Uh, great cereal. Just I mean, it was so sugary. The best part about sugar crisp, the sugar, the the cereal was great. But the best part about sugar crisp was the milk. You would drink the milk, no matter what happened. Is 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 you would drink the milk because it was so filled with sugar is that you would you would eat all the cereal real quick and then that milk was so sugary that you would you couldn't wait to drink the milk um because it was so sugary uh but what about like cookie crisp 
Um, there was cinnamon mini buffet. I'm sorry, cinnamon mini buns, uh, which is like a takeoff of cinnamon cinnabuns. Um, little little mini mini <laughs> little mini cinnabuns, which were awesome. Uh, there were some that didn't really make it uh, that were that were great. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch came out then. Great. Good staple now. Um, S'mores. S'mores Crunch. Uh, S'mores Crunch was good. Um, here's one that probably didn't make it. You know, I don't remember which was Crunchy Corn Bran. Yeah. Yeah, not one that was on my shelf for uh, for very long. Uh, if at all, uh, Crispex. I do remember seeing Crispex. Um, probably, probably not. Maybe, maybe tried it, but not not one that was that was on the on my on my radar. Honey bunches of oats, always a good choice. Um, just right, of course, Kellogg's. Uh, Probably a play for being a little bit healthier, uh, along with Nutri-Grain. You're getting into that that healthier. Then this is one before uh, before Cheerios, which is called O's, uh, kind of the knockoff of Cheerios. But O's O's was good. Um, there was. Uh, there was OJ's, uh, not what you think it was. Uh, it was Kellogg's OJ's. Uh, didn't last very long, but it was OJ's. There was a raisin nut brand. Not a big fan of raisins, so that one never, uh, never came uh, familiar with me. There was Total. Um, remember Total? I can remember the commercials right now. I can see it very clearly. How about Banana Frosted Flakes? Now the original Frosted Flakes, fantastic. Banana Frosted Flakes, I can't say that I would be a big fan of that. Um, apple cinnamon Cheerios. Yeah, I can say I've seen them, but I, I I can't say that I would be a big fan of apple cinnamon Cheerios. This um, this one, uh, Christmas Crunch. So Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch is one that every kid loves. Every kid loves Captain Crunch. It tears the roof of your mouth apart. It is something that you eat and you're like, yeah, I don't know about this. And then you take another bite and you're like, yeah, I can see this. It gets stuck in your teeth and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get another bite. And you're like, yeah, I really like this. And you just keep eating it and keep eating it. But Christmas Crunch, I mean, why not make it red and green? It's going to sell, right? So why not make it red and green? It, perfect, perfect marketing play. Well, then let's come out with another one called Punch Crunch. Sure, we'll make a grape flavored Captain Crunch. Why not? Yeah, didn't last very long, but... Why not? We'll try anything. Um, 
And then you go along the same lines as we're going to start messing around with a good standard, good, good cereal, Rice Krispies. So let's make Marshmallow Krispies. Let's make Fruity Marshmallow Krispies. Let's make Strawberry Krispies. Let's just see whatever we can do to mess up Rice Krispies and None of those last very long either. Or, you know, how about Cracker Jack cereal? Oh, God, that's disgusting. Or Eggo cereal. Now we're getting into, you know, um, breakfast cereals that just, how about Nerds cereal? Oh, my God, terrible. I, I, I can't even believe some of these were, were, were even cereals. How about Smurfberry Crunch? Do you remember that? The Smurfs were so huge that they had their own cereal. Um, there was Batman cereal. There were, these are movie cereals now that, that came out. There was C3PO cereal. There was Bill and Ted's Excellent cereal. E.T. cereal. Ghostbusters cereal. Gremlins cereal. Um... Indiana Jones cereal, Mr. T cereal, Urkel cereal, Superstars Wrestling cereal. I mean, come on. Anything that you could have a name on it had it. Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Barbie. I mean, everybody had their cereal. Even Cabbage Patch Kids had their cereal. I mean, the, the point is, is that basically... You could walk down the cereal aisle today. And I want to say there's about 18 different versions of Cheerios that you can see right now on this and then on the Cheerio aisle. Because there's regular, there's honey nut, there's peanut butter, there's oatmeal raisins. I mean, there's there's a ton of different Cheerios. You know, and they all cater to different styles that you want. Um, and you can get anything that you really, really suits your flavor. But when it comes to a specific type of a cereal, you're not going to see something today where you're not going to see like Walking Dead cereal. I don't know. Maybe you are. Um, I haven't been down the cereal aisle in ages. Um, but it's just funny how all of these different cereals catered to a very specific audience and I, I think it always will because it's the it's the, it's the first thing that you see in the morning is the first thing that you wake up and it's something that you can always always bank on to say this is where i can make some money this is where i can get into the head of somebody to start their day and i can say yes I'm going to get eyes, um, eyeballs on it for marketing terms. I'm going to get eyeballs on people and I'm going to be able to start the day off and say, here's where I'm going to make the most bang for my buck. And it's the cereal. And in the eighties, it was crazy on what they would do it. And looking back and seeing all these different cereals, it was just funny to see what they would put marking on too and they would they would really slap anything on a cereal box and it would do it ultimately 
I think the one that they forgot to put anything on here and that they 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 forgot to list or put the most emphasis on was the Wheaties box. Because if you made it to the Wheaties box, that was the ultimate goal. The ultimate, ultimate goal. Because everybody remembered if you made it to the Wheaties box. That was the pinnacle. Because if you look and you think about it, um, you tried your hardest to say, my ultimate goal in life is I want to make it to the Wheaties box. Uh, hockey teams, basketball teams, uh, swimmers, uh, runners, um, any kind of athlete at all. If you made it to the Wheaties box, you were able to get commercials. You were able to get money. You were able to get a lot of endorsements just because you were on that Wheaties box. So I think that people forget to put the emphasis on a lot of different things. But they did put it on cereal boxes. And that, in turn, um, made a lot of people, made a lot of different things, made a lot of different um, impacts on a lot of different people's lives. And uh, for that moment, when they were eating breakfast, they had that that view where they would say, for that brief moment, they could say, okay, I'm going to eat Pac-Man cereal, I'm going to eat Cabbage Patch style cereal, I'm going to eat tricks, I'm going to eat whatever. And I'm going to remember something about this little moment in life. But anyway, um, nothing else really uh, to, uh, to gripe about this week. Uh, it's been a good week. It's been a fun week. Uh, listening to the family of podcasts that we have. Um, I hope that you have had a chance to do so. Uh, you know, we've got quite a lineup of people that you can enjoy. Uh, obviously, you're tuning in to myself here on Monday. Uh, you've got Tuesday. You have pedals of support that you can certainly tune into. Uh, Wednesday, you've got the refiltered with Beebs and Keb. Thursday, you have Finding Your Way. Uh, Friday, you have our friends over at the Two Penny. Uh, you have Nefarious Nightmare that is uh, working on a great, um, a great series coming up uh, that you. I think it's kicking off here in the summer coming up uh, that you can tune into. We have Hypno Wellness. Uh, that is released uh, twice a week uh, for some good um, good therapy that they can that she can give you to you. Uh, don't drive in the car if you're listening to the one that is released on Friday, I believe. Um, and then on every single day of the week, you can catch the stupid history pennant, uh, which right now Keb is going through. 
the uh, different uh, soda pop, different uh, brands of beverages. Uh, it's been very interesting to listen to how everything has developed. So if you have a chance to check that out, you should do so. You can find all of our family at uh, Unfiltered Studios or unfpod.com. Uh, so check it out. If you have anything to talk to me, you can find me uh, at uh, Twitter. You can find me anywhere you need to at St. Joe, and it's S-A-I-N-T, Joe, UNF Pod on the Twitter. You can email me with any kind of request uh, for topics in the show or anything like that. Nailed it with St. Joe at yahoo.com. Make sure you go on and listen to it. Give me any kind of reviews, anything like that. I appreciate it. Um, We're growing each week, and uh, I certainly appreciate the listens. Uh, But um, keep on on having a great week. Uh, Remember, if you see a soldier out there, Anybody in the uh, in the armed forces or their branch, just uh, thank them for what they're doing. Thank them for the service. Thank them for what this day really is about, um, and uh, and the service that they provide, and for the freedom that they that they let us enjoy. So, uh, with that, I will say to each and every one of you: Have a great week. Remember, whatever you do. Uh, wherever you go, work hard, play hard, but whatever you do, make sure you nailed it. podcast is a production of unfiltered studios if you would like to know more about joining unfiltered studios please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information mm, nailed it <laughs>